Hello, mighty warriors of God, and welcome to MI15. Today is Sunday, June 13, 2021, and this is day 1192 of our journey together. My name is Jackie, and welcome, welcome, welcome to you. So let's go ahead and get started. Father, we honor you and praise you and glorify you. Thank you so much for being our Savior, our Lord, for being our great provider, for creating everything above the earth, beneath the earth, and in the earth. I thank you so much, my Lord, for equipping us with everything we need to go forth and fulfill the purpose that you've given us for today. I ask, my Lord, that you will comfort the brokenhearted and heal the sick and bless those who may be in financial need. I ask, my Lord, that you will speak today, that it be all about you and not about me. In Jesus' name, amen. Glory to God, everybody. Thank you so, so much for tuning in. Today's message is, it ain't all good. <laughs> That's right. It ain't all good. I'm just, I just have to say it that way. <laughs> We're going to be coming out of Galatians chapter 2, verses 1 through 10. Galatians chapter 2, verses 1 through 10. And uh, this is Paul teaching and speaking. And uh, this is after he had been in the ministry for a little while. And he says, then after 14 years... I went up again to Jerusalem, this time with Barnabas. And Barnabas was one of his good friends. And at the, at the time that uh, Paul was uh, transitioned, transformed from being a Christian murderer and jailer and accuser of the brethren, uh, and he encountered Jesus on that Damascus road, that is when Barnabas came on the scene and actually uh, after he was saved and uh, after Paul was saved and and um, was going to start ministering and, and getting with the apostles and they didn't trust him. They're like, whoa, hold up. You're the one that's locking us up and killing. And, and, and Barnabas reassured them that he was good. He's okay, right? And he and Barnabas had been friends ever since. And he says, I took Titus, and Titus was a friend as well. I took Titus along also. I went in response to a revelation and meeting privately with those esteemed as leaders. I presented to them the gospel that I preach among the Gentiles. I wanted to be sure I was not running and had not been running my race in vain. Yet not even Titus, who was with me, was compelled to be circumcised, even though he was a Greek. This matter arose because some false believers had infiltrated our ranks to spy on the freedom we have in Christ Jesus and to make us slaves. We did not give in to them for a moment so that the truth of the gospel might be preserved for you. As for those who were held in high esteem, whatever they were, whatever they were makes no difference to me. God does not show favoritism. They added nothing to my message. On the contrary, they recognized that I had been entrusted with 
the task of preaching the gospel to the uncircumcised, just as Peter had been to the circumcised. So the uncircumcised represented anyone who was not a Jew. And the circumcised represented all the Jewish people. For God, who was at work in Peter as an apostle to the circumcised, was also at work in me as an apostle to the Gentiles. James, Cephas, and John, those esteemed as pillars, gave me and Barnabas the right hand of fellowship when they recognized the grace given to me. They agreed that we should go to the Gentiles and they to the circumcised. All they asked was that we should continue to remember the poor, the very thing I had been eager to do all along. He always remembered the poor. And and during that time, uh, Jerusalem had uh, suffered uh, from the effects of a severe famine in Palestine and was struggling. So on his journeys, Paul had gathered funds for the Jewish Christians, and uh, he would take those with him the, the uh, for the need uh, the need for believers to care for the poor. Uh, That was one of the things that God has given us to do on a regular basis. But that's what Paul would do and take things to them because of the famine and, and, and they were struggling. And we all need help sometimes. And we need to remember that as we are out ministering, uh, as we are out serving, as we are out performing our purpose and doing what God has called us to do. All right. So point number one. Paul's stance was, first, salvation from God is for all people, no matter your age, gender, race, social, economic status, uh, job title, church affiliation. Jesus died and rode victorious over death, over hell, and over the grave for all people. So that was Paul's stance as he was talking with these esteemed leaders. Second, he also came and met with the leaders to present a major split or to prevent a major split in the church. He came bringing peace. He could show them things that they may not see, being on the inside looking in. Paul's coming from the perspective of looking on the outside and from the outside in. So they were having a conflict um, he wanted to make sure to meet with them. And, and it didn't matter their titles or who they were. Those are the esteemed leaders, <laughs> our leaders held in high esteem. And then third, he took a stand against their man-made tradition of getting circumcised, uh, becoming a Jew first before becoming a Christian. They were putting themselves above God. And Paul corrected that by letting Titus know that that is not um, necessary. And you notice Titus did not, as a Greek, he did not uh, get baptized. I mean, he did not get circumcised. Although some did back in that day, that was their choice, but that still didn't make you uh, saved. Uh, salvation came through Jesus Christ. And that is what Paul was teaching um, the word of God. Point number two, when we see here or observe wrongdoing. 
we have a responsibility to say something or do something. It won't always be easy. Our enemy, Satan, has so many uh, operating in fear um, and, and it's critical that we get past the fear. That is one of the main tools the enemy uses against uh, God's people. You know, I, I'm not talking about unbelievers. We already know that fear is going to be uh, prominent when we are uh, unsaved. That's why there's so many killings. That's why, you know, there's so many people that harm other people uh, because of fear. And as believers, um, the Lord delivered us from that. Now, I understand using wisdom uh and being discerning, making sure that, yes, when you go in, you lock your door. (laughs) Um, You know, um, at our church, we always want to make sure that there's at least two of us there before we, you know, get started with service or open the door to let others come in. We want to make sure that Yeah, that there's not just one person. Jesus sent his disciples out in pairs. So we need to use wisdom, but we need not be afraid. I think about um, what happened uh, to to George Floyd and uh, the killing, the murder in plain daylight that took place with him, uh, with uh, Derek Chavon, Chavon, the police officer that had his knee on his neck for nearly nine minutes. But there was someone there that was so brave that took a stand and her name was Darnella or is Darnella Frazier. She took a stand uh, and a courageous one at that by taking out her phone when she saw what was happening and stood there boldly flat footed and recorded from beginning to end and seeing something that she never knew would turn into a murder and how it has affected her. Uh, You know, when she got up on the stand, I'll never forget hearing her, her sweet voice and how she said she has not been able to sleep and uh, how hard it was because she felt like she could have done more and she couldn't do anything else. And she felt like even recording it and, and putting it out for the world to see was not enough. It tormented her, but she was brave. And because of doing so, she uh, was recognized and um, uh, given an award um, through uh, the, um, oh, let me see. I'm trying to see if I wrote it in my notes um, that Oh, I cannot think of uh, what it was that she was given. Darn it, darn it, darn it. It was a, but anyway, she was recognized and uh, given uh, an award for uh, what she had done. More than one award uh, for doing such a great work. Pulitzer Prize. Yes, that's what it was. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Uh, The Pulitzer Pulitzer Prize for um, journalism. And uh, there was a special, um, a special, acknowledgement and award uh, given to her for what she did, which is so powerful. And I know that many of you take a stand and do what is right, continue doing so. And then there are many that are not because of fear of what people may say or do. And God is saying, it's time to do so. 
what do you know or have seen that God has shown you to stand up against and stand up for what is right? And there are some things uh, that we might think are good, but it is not. You know, we would automatically think that people in a police uniform are going to do good. Well, that is not true. And the same holds for anyone in any other uniform. Uh, No matter what profession we are in, there's always some bad in every one of them because Satan works through people. So it could be in nursing, it can be, you know, uh, in engineering, whatever it is. Uh, And I am happy that things are being exposed. What's done in the dark is coming to the light. Everyone will have to answer for what they've done all the evil, and even those that think that they've escaped from the harm that they caused to, to innocent people, to to people that, you know, they, they've gone too far uh, in trying to do something when it harms another person. My son was telling me about when he was in college at UMKC, and he was over a student program, president over one of the student programs, and he told me how the credit card people uh, would seek him out and offered him a thousand dollars for his program, which he received to help, you know, their program to do the things that they do in the community. Well, in exchange, uh, they would allow the credit card company to come and give out credit cards applications to the college students, but they would do it in an underhanded method. They would uh, ask the people from his particular school uh, program that was on campus to sit at the tables because they could not do it. And they would give them the applications and then they, the students, would hand it out to the other students. And that was a way of Satan infiltrating uh, in a very sneaky way, uh, getting all of these students, as many as they could, in debt uh, and knowing that they weren't really ready for that. They weren't uh, majority, the majority were were not responsible enough to handle a credit card. And so they're they're the credit card companies would make high interest rates off of them and paying their, my son's organization a thousand dollars was simply a drop in the bucket compared to what they would get, but they would seek them out and other heads of organizations or student-type affiliations on campus, they would seek them out. Uh, That is something that God is not pleased with. And just because it looks good doesn't mean it's good. So what is it that God has shown you to take a stand for? What is it that he's equipped you with and you can't sleep? He's put it on your heart to make a difference, to make a change, to speak up, to say something all of the killings going on in our community uh, with these precious young people, older people, all ages. But we're seeing 15-year-olders and 14-year-olders being killed and, and having guns and killing others. It's time for us to all take a stand and speak up. If you don't know Jesus, that would be the first thing uh, that should should come into your heart and come out of your mouth. Romans 10 and 9 says that if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart, that God raised him from the dead, you 
will be saved. Oh, glory to God. The angels in heaven are rejoicing because of you. I love you all so, so much. May the Lord bless and protect you. May his face radiate with joy because of you. May he be gracious unto you, show you his favor, and give you his peace. In Jesus' name, amen. And remember, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And please check us out on our website, JackieBikesMinistries.org, J-A-C-K-I-E, Be Like Boy, U-Y-C-K-S, Ministries.org. Check out the messages and please share them with others. Also, please subscribe to our website by entering your first and last name and your email address. All right, Mighty Warriors, go forth and make it an awesome day, fulfilling the purpose that God has given you, and I will talk to you later. Bye-bye.